I'm Gary Bard, founder and editor-in-chief of today's Caregiver Magazine and Caregiver.com, and your host for our weekly caregiving podcast series. In this podcast, we will introduce you to many of the leading caregiving thought leaders, authors, experts, and even caregivers with famous faces who have graced the covers of our magazine. I need to start by telling you that I absolutely, positively, unequivocally adored your mother. Now, how did you, I heard that you had met her. How do you know my mom? Well, we were good friends here in South Florida. I, I really? spoke at her scleroderma conference. Oh my gosh. Many times. And wow. uh, so I, I miss her to this day. Oh I, gosh. Thanks, Gary. Yeah. She's, she was, she was, she was something. A pistol when you're she speaking was. at her event. And you don't even have to look at a watch because when Ruth would come up, you better be finished by the time she got the <laughs> So yeah, that sounds like mom. That's for sure. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, she was a blessing and I, and I adored her. Oh, thank you. I appreciate that. Jason, after two and a half years of challenges with COVID, uh, one of the things that may have been a strange bright spot is that uh, because of social distancing, because of masks, because of being locked down, um, the, 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 the flu epidemic was basically non-existent. Right. Now here's the challenge. We're all coming out, thankfully. We're all coming out again. You know, we're, we're, we're demasking, we're getting around. And so this is looking to be a epidemic year for, for flus and it's very dangerous. I just read something about a, a, a young boy who died of the flu recently. Yeah. So I'm, I'm really quite thrilled that you're uh, talking about flu awareness, is, is this something that you had in your family? No, not, not to a great extent, Gary. It, when, they, when Sanofi and the American uh, Nurses Association came with a clever sort of, you know, um, not dry, a little more witty uh, campaign and said, would you be interested? It's an easy yes, because it's, you know, A, it's a public service announcement, but it's also a public service announcement about something I, I take part in and appreciate and have benefited from. I've been, I've been you know, I think I've, I've, I've certainly been doing the flu shot for the last 20 years, maybe more than that. And I remember back in my 20s and my cavalier 30s when I thought, you know, I'm invincible and I don't need this thing, even though I am. Uh, asthmatic. And so anything I get that has a bronchial component is dangerous for me. Um, but it almost cost me, it almost cost me a Tony award because I, I had flu and then became bronchitis when I was in Jerome Robbins Broadway. And it hit me right in Tony voting uh, time. And I was missing performances. And I remember the, the Schubert's calling me up and going, you better get back here and having to perform with bronchitis because I, I was too unaware or stupid to just go get the flu shot. Had I done that, uh, I don't think it would have derailed. I, I, I'm sure I would have been able to perform right through a mild flu. So um, it, it was a very fast and easy yes. And, and, and I've heard everything that you just um, enumerated. It, it is, it is the, the prophecy is, is that this is going to be a rather severe flu season for all the reasons you said. People are, their immunity to flu is down because they haven't been exposed to it in the last two years in any real way. And we're all getting back together. And of course, flu season and holiday season always go hand in hand. And so people are traveling and they want to get together with friends and family. And, 
and here they are at the worst possible time. And all they have to do to mitigate all this is get the vaccine. And we're all a little burned out from talk about vaccines and fighting over vaccines and hearing about vaccines. But this little gem has been around for my whole lifetime and really does what it says it's going to do and, and keeps people safe and healthy. And so it, it's so important and it's so easy. And, um, you know, I, I know you're spreading the word. So if nothing else, if you just get people to go to nottodayflu.com, they can get all the answers they need. And they'll even, they'll even tell them where they can go get a, a shot in, in their immediate vicinity. So it's a great campaign. Well, you know, we're also pretty much all getting boosted, yep. walking into our drugstore, giving them our arm. So we're, we're in the mode. Yeah. Um, of doing that anyway, so right. just add one to it. I I was a cocky twenty and thirty. Who remembers that far back? But I was a cocky twenty and thirty year old too. Never got a flu shot, uh, but then I got the flu, and I'm like, okay, from that point yeah. on. Yeah, yeah, I've had it twice during a working situation, and it was miserable both times. And I I was younger then, and I could probably deal with it a lot better than I would now. I I am I am in no rush to get any kind of a bronchial infection, um, you know, at, at age almost 63. I, I just, those kinds of illnesses that can be avoided, there's no reason to walk through them. They all take their toll in some form or another. So let's just get past them. Can be avoided and more dangerous than people realize. Absolutely. Yeah. Even I didn't quite realize the full extent. I always knew you know, that the flu was potentially a, a, a deadly disease and put people in the hospital. But I didn't realize until I started the campaign that it's, you know, people get pneumonia, bronchitis, they get an increased risk of stroke and heart attack from this thing. And so, yeah, who, who, as my mother would say, who needs that? I have to tell you, I think that the, the name of the um, campaign, Not Today Flu, uh-huh. is kind of cute. What do you do it? Um, listen, they, I had nothing to do with how cute it is. It, it, they, they came up with this thing, you know, this notion of being able to avoid the things that sort of ruin your day. Uh, and in the campaign, it's things like, you know, drinking bad milk or, or, uh, being under the wrong tree when a bird is uh, hovering over. And uh, this idea that I could be a little guardian angel in the way that the vaccine could be a guardian angel against the food, the, 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 there's another, um, there's actually another uh, Sanofi uh, ad out right now with a wolf in sheep's closing, wandering through all ways of certain things and, and being the flu. It, it, their messaging on this is, is very good. I mean, it's really very, very good. Um, and it was a cute campaign. And, and again, I, they, they didn't need much to convince me. I would have done it regardless of what the campaign was. But the fact that it did have a kind of a personality and it played in well to help people like to perceive me was was just all the more impetus to go yeah let's go going back to your mom for a second yeah. what was it like growing up with a nurse for a mother miserable <laughs> 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 um no it was it was fantastic but it was also you know i've been talking about this a little bit i i think somehow miraculously all my my bigger childhood diseases like chickenpox and the like i think must have happened in the summers because as far as I can remember, I never missed one day of school from no. illness. And God knows I tried. Uh, you know, there were days where I just went, I'm going I'm to get a, I'm going to play hooky today and stay in my pajamas. And I went through what I consider great lengths to trick my mother into believing that I had something I didn't have. And the woman never bought it. 
she just saw right through it. And she, her, Chris Rock makes a joke about for his dad, Robitussin was the answer to everything. You know, you could put Robitussin on a broken arm and send the guy out. For my mother, it was aspirin. To, to take two aspirin, go to school. And uh, if you don't feel well when you get there, tell the nurse and she'll send you home. And I'm like, oh, now it's too late. I'm at school already. Yeah. You know, <laughs> the whole effect is gone. Um, but uh, mom saw right through it. And, and actually, it was great having a nurse as a mother because for a number of reasons. One is I had terribly uh, severe allergies as a child that required injections. My mom used to give me the injections. Uh, had that right there at home. And it was interesting kind of growing up in a hospital. Um, it, it, it taught me a lot about how to deal with people when they need you the most. And, you know, she loved nursing and she loved her nurses. She loved training nurses. She loved great care and compassionate care. And that's what she taught. And um, it, it really taught me something about dealing with people when they're vulnerable and when they need a helping hand and how to do that without diminishing who they are and doing it respectfully. And so it, there were a lot of great examples and a lot of great uh, upsides to being the son of, a, of somebody in the medical profession at that age. And you were never going to pull anything over. You were ne never going to pull the wool over her eyes. No, no, there was there was no hoodwinking Ruth Greenspan. That's for sure. <laughs> so, how do we find out about the campaign? The easiest way, honestly, the easiest way is the the whole campaign is called Not Today Flu. I love and it. They've, they've built a beautiful website, nottodayflu.com. Um, all the information is there, and like I say. Um, if you want to be pointed towards a place near where you live to go get the injection, which often is a free injection, it's certainly a low low cost, um, the website will help set you up and send you right to where you need to go. All the information that we're talking about is there. And it's anyone from six months old to 600 years old is eligible for this thing. And the, the more vulnerable your health condition is, the, the better idea it is. Uh, and just, uh, you know, I'm, I, I the biggest thing for me that we've been, all been missing is family and friends and community. So with the holidays coming up, just do it. Just do it and go have a fantastic holiday season with everybody you love. You know, that's a really good point, too. You're not going to do it because uh, you're immune and you don't want to get another shot. Do it so you can keep your loved ones safe. Absolutely. I mean, we have... I have a mother-in-law that's 93 years old. Thank God she's hale and hearty. There's going to be a new baby in our family. So, I mean, these are all people we're going out of our way to protect. It's not so much for us all the time. I mean, my, my sons are in their 20s and 30s. You know, I'm, I'm sure they feel that invincibility that I felt at that age, but they're getting these shots because they're taking care of their family members. Yeah, they might have a mild flu, but if they're around somebody else and they pass it on, they don't want to bear that responsibility. Do you have a message for family caregivers about uh, this topic or any other topic? Well, I will tell you, um, you probably know this. My mom spent the last um, almost 20 years, 17 years of her life. She took a fall when she was about 80 years old and she managed, don't know how, to break both shoulders at the same time, shattered them. And so she needed somebody to be with her. My dad was still alive at the time, but she needed somebody to be with her full time. And this amazing woman named Olive Hatton came into her life as a caretaker and stayed with her until the end of her life. In fact, I think Olive was probably holding her hand when, when my mom passed at age 98. Um, they're, they're, I, I don't know what else to say when, when, the, when 
when an angel like that appears, you, you, it's almost a spiritual thing. They're giving care, whether you're a family member or someone who's just brought in from outside to help someone where they're not, where they are that vulnerable, that sick, yeah. you know, that desperate. And you are there to ease their pain, ease their way, give them their respect and their dignity and to have them either go through their disease or their injury, their injury, or even if it's a hospice situation where you're, you know, escorting them to the, to the passing. Um, it's an extraordinary thing to do. It's just extraordinary. And, and you and I know it often comes at great sacrifice. Yeah. Um, but without it, I don't know, I don't know what our, medical system and what our healthcare system would look like. Uh, it is such a vital role that these people play and there's not enough that can be said about them. And I just, I, I hope in some way, shape or form, there's a reward in it for them as well.